Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Come on in and stay a while. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Gang's here, ready to go, all fired up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Our Twitter handle happens to be at dpshow. Brian Greasy from The Mothership will join us coming up in a moment. He was on the call with Lewis Riddick and Steve Levy on Monday night with the Saints and the Jags. Get his idea of what's going to happen with the Saints at quarterback and also with the Jags. Is there a chance that because the Jags aren't very good right now, that offensive line, and they just lost Travis Etienne, their first-round draft pick, Gardner Minshew would be your quarterback to start out with the Jags. Maybe that's why Urban Meyer hasn't officially declared who his starting quarterback is. So he will join us coming up here in a little bit. We'll talk some college football. The alliance is sort of official Kirk Kerbstreet from the Mothership will join us coming up in a little bit. Play of the day, stat of the day, and uh, you're welcome to dial in, email, tweet, all the above. You can watch on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. You can download the app and watch for free. Also, our radio partners around the country. Hardly breaking news, by the way. The Orioles lost again last night. They lost to the Angels 14-8. to That's 19 consecutive losses. The last time we had a streak this long was 2005. The Royals lost 19 in a row. The modern record set by the Phillies in 1961, they lost 23 in a row. The all-time record, the vaunted Louisville Colonels in 1889, lost 26 in a row. This used to be a proud baseball franchise. They don't pay anybody, even though they have some talent in the farm system. They're not turning the corner anytime soon. Everybody else in their division is a better franchise. You know, the Red Sox and the Yankees spend money. Tampa's just a well-run organization. 
But it's got to be depressing for Oriole fans. You still have a great stadium, a storied history, but you shouldn't be a perennial cellar dweller. But here we are closing in on history. And you like to say there are brighter days ahead, but it doesn't feel that way for a franchise that should truly be embarrassed by this losing streak. And not only this season, but in previous seasons. It's one thing to tank, and we've seen this. Teams have done this. They've tanked, and they've won championships. But, you know, you're not guaranteed anything. You might be bad, but you're not getting Trevor Lawrence, who could be a generational-type quarterback. You're going to get somebody who might be coming out of high school, maybe even somebody who spent a couple of years in college, but that doesn't mean it translates to success anytime soon. But the Orioles... A bad baseball team. A bad organization. Yes, Bowen? They've made the playoffs five times in the past 40 years. That's got to be one of the worst. Five out of 40. Yeah. Even in the wild card era, they've only made it three times in the wild card era. Uh, McLevin, you got a poll question today? Can we go super negative? Just as Maybe not as a poll question, but topic. Which uh, franchise is in the worst shape right now? Because... Mm. Are there any teams that as bad as the Orioles? I just saw the Bengals have not won a playoff game since 1990. Okay. Now, I got roughed up yesterday on Twitter because I said something about the Bengals that I didn't think they were going to be that good, but, you know. How is that? They're a young team. Aren't you allowed to be not good at rebuild these days? My job is to be honest. I don't play favorites. I grew up in Cincinnati, and, and every time I say something about the Reds or the Bengals, I have people saying, how can you say this? You grew up... I know, I did grow up there, but when I took a job at ESPN, I took my fandom and I put it to the side. That's all. Now, if Cincinnati does well, great. But I don't, I don't root against them. I just... You've got Joe Burrow coming back. I don't know how healthy he's going to be this year. Jamar Chase has not impressed anybody so far this year. And you have, I think, the sixth toughest schedule, strength of schedule in the NFL. You play in the AFC North. You got the Browns and the Ravens who are going to be good. That's all. Just trying to be honest with what I see here. But it's these. everybody is hoping. Yeah, you hope that you're going to be decent this year. I deal in reality, not hope. Yeah, Paul. It is funny, though, because if you say something negative about any team, ah, what do you know? You're a national guy. You don't live here. You don't know what the team's about. You don't cover it day to day. But if you said something positive about a franchise, like, there it is, DP back in our squad. He knows his stuff. He knows what the Bengals are all about. He knows what the Bears are all about or whatever team you want to throw out there. Yeah, I, I just deal with what is reality here. I talk to people. I read. Um, it's not based in, let me just say stuff. There's no hot takes here. We don't do any of that silliness. I just try to give you an honest approach here. Yes, Todd. But it's all glasses half full versus half empty thing because everybody's zero and zero right now. No one's played yet. So are you going to take the attitude with your team that you're tied for first place in your division as you should, or do you immediately go to you're tied for last place? Yeah, but you deal in false hope. I always do. Okay, but I don't. I don't. Isn't it refreshing to think that maybe, maybe this is the year? Maybe, yes, you can, but you have to be realistic because the Chiefs are really good, right? Chargers appear to be good. But everybody's tied for first place until until we get So you're dealing in false hope. Yes. I don't. I mean, you got a Broncos jersey on today. I do, an old one. Yeah. Shout out to Brian Greasy, our upcoming guest. But I, I don't have any loyalty to any fan base. Don't you miss that, though, a little bit? I do. That p- passion when you're all dressed up in your gear or your yes. man cave is filled with orange and black Bengal yes. stuff or whatever. 
But I was like 12 years of age when I was doing that. Not a grown grow man. Up. You don't have to grow up. No one says you could be Peter Pan. You could be a kid. You could be whatever age and wear your stuff and go I, crazy. I, I know, but I, I just, that's not what I do. Okay. I don't do that anymore. Yes, Paul. Don't you think it might be actually healthier to think, have doubts about your team and think they're going to underachieve? As a Bears fan, I usually think, or a Cub fan, I usually think, eh, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't look good. The line's not good. And then it's healthy when they overachieve. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't give out advice on fandom because do I miss that, that, that high you get or that pain when you lose? Yes, I do. But my job is to be across the board as neutral and unbiased as possible. Hater. Yes, oh, <laughs> McLovin. By the way, another team for that worst franchise poll, and this team I know you actually do root for, Longest drought in the NBA, Sacramento Kings, 14 years since the playoffs. That is an organization that is having some issues. Yeah, yeah, that's true. T-Wolves are right behind them. Yeah, uh, Those are the two. And then, I guess in baseball, the Pirates and the Mariners are the two really long playoff droughts. Yeah. Pirates is a shame because it's more talent has gone through that team. Yeah. They just can't keep everybody there, but it's a wonderful baseball town. You know, Baltimore's a wonderful baseball town as well. Yeah, Paul. But why doesn't a team like the Yankees get more criticism as a franchise? But I think they haven't made the World Series in, in 12 years. That's a long time for them when they spend top three every year. That to me seems worse than like a, a, a middle-of-the-road team not making it. Well, I think they've been criticized and that the Red Sox have been successful during that, or a good portion of that 12-year run. And, you know, so, and Tampa has been successful as well. But we'll see if we can upset a fan base today accidentally. Yes, McLovin. I do agree with that. The Yankees take some heat locally. People are mad at But you know what? If you do local radio, when your team is doing really well, it's not good radio. Like, your fans may love that the team's doing well, but the Yankees were interesting when they were losing. Not winning 11 in a row or 12 in a row. It's like a... What do we talk about? But then when you're not playing well, it's like, I can't believe this. And they got to make a change and they got to do this. And I knew he was going to be a bust. He should be fired. Like all of these things. When your team does well locally, it's a little bit tougher, at least as a host, because you're like, uh, let's talk about how great the Yankees are. There's no real temperature there. Yes. The Yankees are in sort of an unwinnable position, unless you're a fan, because Either they're not winning and spending all that money, or they are winning. Well, yeah, they spent all that money. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. The Yankees have won eleven in a row. What it means right now, nothing. But they've won eleven in a row. Yes, Paul. I think the worst position in the NFL is to be a team that's like seven and nine. It'll be seven ten this year, where you're not close enough to have a top three draft pick, and you just miss the playoffs. So it, it's kind of that no man's land that's tough to cover. Yeah, and that's where you want to be either really good or really bad, it feels like. Because if you're really good, you're playing for a championship getting into the playoffs. If you're really bad, you're going to be in line to get a high draft pick. Yeah, McLovin. That's why it's crazy to me that Justin Fields fell to the Bears at 11. He should have been gone by four. You know, sometimes you sneak up. Remember Deshaun Watson fell? Yeah. And Mahomes fell a little bit. Well, Mahomes, not everyone knew. But Deshaun Watson, why did that guy fall? Regardless of what's happening now. Yeah. This program brought to you by... The good folks at M Drive, mdrivedan.com. 
Compete with the younger guys with M-Drive, the supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone levels while boosting energy and strength. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. What other fan bases get upset with things that are said on this show? Yeah, Paul. College football fan bases, you don't want to mess with them. There's very little sense of humor in some towns around America. Yeah, we, but we but, love college football. But who gets upset? Who's gotten upset here recently with something that I've said? You well, said the Bengal fans were upset yesterday. Some some Bengal fan called you out. Uh, it, actually, it might have been two days ago. Uh, the Jags traditionally get on your case. Why? I don't know. They have this organization. Like anybody who hints at the Jags are looking at London or anything. They like have some like algorithm where they find them out and say, this guy said the Jags uh, might have an odd fan, you know, something going on. But the fact that they played in London every year, I don't know. There's a very high sensitivity in Jacksonville. And I understand that you don't want to lose your franchise. Absolutely. I it, get it. It's not just you they're calling out, by the way. It's a lot of people. Yeah, but I, I, I understand that. I mean, but your owner is the one who keeps this open. Your, your owner is the one who would openly flirted with London, although we haven't heard much about this lately. I mean, 10 years ago, it was a big deal, but I hope they stay in Jacksonville. I don't need expansion around the world. I don't need a team in Germany. It, it goes back to, I, I just tell you what I honestly feel. I don't go, hmm, how can I get clicks? I mean, if that was the case, all I'd talk about would be the Cowboys every day. But it's dealing with all of these different fan bases. Yeah, see. The Danuch moves the needle. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the backup quarterback situation. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cowboys on hard knocks. All right. Yes, Paul. About a year and a half ago, when Joe Burrow was coming out of LSU, we discussed on the show, if you were Joe Burrow, would you consider oh. pulling an Eli Manning or pulling a John yeah. Elway and not going to the Bengals? Mm-hmm. We, we discussed as an option. You didn't advocate it. You said, would a guy like him do that in this culture where – Players are wagging the dog. And it was a story for a couple days in the Cincinnati Inquirer. Dave Clark wrote the story. And then I think he actually came on the show mm-hmm. and interviewed you on our show. And you said, hey, I'm just presenting options, not calling the Bengals out. Well, and then Joe Burrow had some comments where he was vague on wanting to play for Cincinnati. When we had him on at the Super Bowl, I, I didn't make this up. Just ask the question. I mean, if Cincinnati wins again, great. I mean, all I root for is a great story. That's it. Bengals winning a Super Bowl? Great story. Big. Yes. Skyline, gold star for everybody. Yes, McClellan. <laughs> Too bad we'll never see that situation. Wow. <laughs> Patrick Flunky calls out Bengals wow. again. Wow. <laughs> Headlines to Sandy. Qu- they, they, the, they haven't won a playoff game since 1990. What are we talking about here? Why are you defending yourself for saying the Bengals are rebuilding? They, they won four <laughs> games and two games the last they, two years. They, wait, they got upset that I said they were rebuilding? They, yeah, you're like, oh, like, well, you know, I, you first of all, you love Joe Burrow. But you're like, yeah, Jamar Chase has some drops. Looks like, you know, it's, it's going to be a long process there. That's I, what you said. I didn't drop the ball. Jamar Chase dropped the ball. Joe Burrow got hurt. I, I, I'm just saying he hasn't looked 100%. Jamar Chase hasn't done what we thought he was going to do. And, there it comes. And uh, they got a tough schedule. That's it. Talking hairdo calls out hometown team again. Oh, my God. Inquirer Says reports. schedule's too tough. Yes. Okay. I have people I grew up with who were part of the Zero Club. The Zero Club showed up, and they almost relished the fact the Bengals were losers. 
They call themselves the Zero Club. I've been around the franchise since they shown up. Nippert Stadium. I was there. I saw all of it. Turncoat Patrick says, bring back Zero Club. <laughs> Headline, Cincinnati Inquirer. Uh, you know I, what? What? You know what this means? You can't pick a certain team to win the Super Bowl. Because then it'll just be, you'll be putting salt on a wound if you pick the Browns. You can't pick the Browns now. The, the Browns were my first team growing up. Oh, oh my gosh. You're making more enemies in Cincinnati as we talk. Remember, you? I had this revelation a couple of years ago. I said, I grew up in Zanesville, Ohio, and I, I, the, the Bengals weren't in, in existence. I watched the Cleveland Browns every Sunday they were on, where Jim Brown, I saw him play. Leroy Kelly, like that's what I grew up with. Frank Ryan, the quarterback. Paul Warfield. And then I moved to Cincinnati, and I went to watch the Bengals. Yeah, McClellan. How much sensitivity is there in that Ohio State-Michigan rivalry? That seems like people get very emotional about. Well, I'm not going to say I like Michigan. You know, I'm not going to do that. That that would be drastic to say that. Because I, I don't like Michigan. Michigan ruined my childhood every Thanksgiving. Some no-name quarterback would end up beating the Ohio State. Damn, I hated Michigan. Love the uniforms, but uh, I hated Michigan. Yeah, Paul. Patrick uses like in Michigan, same sentence. <laughs> Says uniforms better than Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah. That's the headline. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the passion, but, man, just be realistic about it. By the way, I don't read your comments. They go to McLovin. They'll occasionally go, uh, McLevin always does this. Uh, hey, uh, this fan base doesn't like you. I go, what did I do? <laughs> He'll occasionally throw that out there. Well, I'll go, man, McLevin, you're really upsetting this fan base. Yeah, well, not like you upset. But I go, really? What are they saying here? Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea for, you mean you know how Twitter comments are. They're, they're really mean. I know, I know. People don't like to go to Twitter to praise, hey, that was a great take on this. <laughs> you don't see that a lot. <laughs> All right, let me take a break here. Uh, we'll talk about the Alliance, ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12. Um, we'll, we'll talk to Brian Greasy coming up next. Is he uh, all in on Jameis Winston as the starting quarterback? Could he see Jacksonville start Gardner Minshew instead of Trevor Lawrence? We'll take a break. Brian, what? We're having a Michigan guy as our first guest today after just talking about how much you love Ohio State. Our first guest is a Michigan guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, boy. But our second guest is an Ohio State guy in Kirk Street. Yeah. And make good. 18 after the hour. Just getting started. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Oh, not again. Another data breach potentially affecting 47 million past and present T-Mobile customers currently being investigated. T-Mobile confirmed unauthorized access to its data after reports that sensitive information, including social security numbers, addresses, phone numbers, for sale on the dark web. Got to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every single day we put so much information out there and there are people ready to take that and run with it. That's why it's great there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. And they're the first to say no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But 
Help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. 
and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Make sure you pick up some of Penny's Bang Biscuits, our house dog here. Gourmet biscuits made from scratch using healthy, all-natural ingredients. 20% of the sales of the biscuits go to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. Available at danpatrick.com. Am I getting roughed up on Twitter here? Bengal fans roughing me up. So far, it's okay. Michigan fans roughing me up here. Yes, McLovin. You're not getting like uh, I heard Salisbury and Dibble used to get back in the day about fan reactions. No, 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 no. When I worked with Sean Salisbury and Rob Dibble, they would read the comments while we were on the air, and then they would get mad, and I'd go, nobody knows what you're mad about because somebody said something to you on Twitter. Brian Greasy, ESPN Monday Night Football analyst, and uh, Monday Night Football kicking off September 13th. That'll be the Ravens and the Raiders on the mothership with Steve Levy, Louis Riddick, Brian Greasy. Brian's foundation, by the way, Judy's House, helps uh, children who have lost a parent or a sibling. And uh, it's been around for more than 15 years. Broke ground on a new facility, Judy's House for Grieving Children and Families. Find out more at judyshouse.org. Brian, how are you today? Good morning, Dan. I'm doing great. How are you? How do you do um, with Twitter? How do, does Twitter, is it in your life? Uh, no, I would say it's, it's not much uh, a part of my life. I, I do use it to get news in a timely fashion, but, um, you know, in this, in this industry, it's hard to go back and forth on that medium. It's, it's a, it's a tough one. So I avoid it for the most part. You ended up at Michigan, but you grew up in Miami. Was, was your dad with the dolphins at the time? And that's how you ended up. You were there in Miami. And then how'd you end up in Michigan? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, my dad went to Purdue and uh, he was really um, hoping that I would go to Purdue. I wasn't very highly recruited, Dan, out of, out of high school. I think, um, I think I had two or three scholarship offers, one of which was Purdue. And I told my dad, I said, uh, Dad, it's a great school, but I don't want to be an engineer, uh, which Purdue is known for engineering. Um, so I'm going to walk on at Michigan. So uh, not only am I not going to go to your alma mater and get my education paid for, I'm going to go to a rival and you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on the depth chart? Who was ahead of you at Michigan? Uh, I think I was sixth or seventh on the depth chart. Uh, you know, back then uh, there, there were guys, uh, Elvis Gerbach had, had just left Todd Collins, uh, Jay Reimersma, who ended up being a, a tight end in the NFL with the Bills. Um, you had Jason Carr. I mean, I could. The other quarterback who was a scholarship quarterback was Scott Leffler. Uh, you know, Tom Brady wasn't there yet. That was two years later, but ended up having to compete with him as well. Uh, but it was a process. It took me three or four years to even sniff the field. What did you know about Brady? So you're a jun- junior. Brady comes in. Were you nervous about losing your job? Uh, I was always fighting, you know, to keep my job. Uh, the year before Tom came in, uh, they signed the number one overall recruit in the country, ended up being Scott Dreisbach, who played as a freshman and went on and played for the Raiders. Um, so every year it was, you know, top three or four quarterback in the country. So 
when Tom came in and, and just looking at Tom, the way he looked with the long hair, he's from California and, you know, he's not the greatest athlete in the world. Uh, it wasn't like everybody was, oh my gosh, this is the next guy. Um, ultimately, so, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was an experience for me to, to battle and to have to, to earn my, my playing time there for sure. Okay, but what is it, though? Because Brady shows up, same thing when he went to the Combine. Like, nobody did anything. Nobody went, wow, oh, my God, you got to see this guy. So what is it about Brady that separates him from anybody who's played this position? Yeah, Dan, if I had to sum it up in, in, in kind of one sentence, it would be he, he's willing to sacrifice – more than anybody else. And that sacrifice could be a number of different things, right? His diet, his time, um, his body. I, I think, I think that that's, what, that's what differentiates him. And, and he does start from scratch every single year. When he comes to training camp, he feels like he hasn't accomplished anything. And that mindset, that mentality, that competitiveness, and that, that willingness to sacrifice – if I had to sum it all up, that's what makes him different. He's not out there, you know, looking for, for other things to do outside of football until he retires. Um, and who knows when he's going to retire. I think, I, I think he could have his best year this year. It's all lined up for him um, with the team, the, the, the pieces that are back, uh, the organization. And so I, there's no reason for him to stop playing until he's not enjoying it anymore. And I would say he's enjoying it more than he ever has. Can you teach what Brady has? I don't think so, no. Uh, I think it has to be earned. Uh, I think it has to be learned. And, you know, he learned that uh, through difficult experiences. I mean, uh, it was not an easy journey for him in Michigan. Uh, people forget that, that he, he probably should have been the starting quarterback, but he was forced to split time with, with Drew Henson. And he had to earn everything he got. And he constantly heard that he wasn't fast enough. He wasn't big enough, didn't have a big enough arm, all those things. And that was ingrained in him, and he kept that. And uh, so I think it's, it's experiential for him. I don't think that's something that's innate. He's Brian Greasy, ESPN Monday Night Football analyst, former NFL quarterback. You got a chance to see the Saints and the Jags. Let me start with the Saints. What is Sean Payton waiting for in naming his starting quarterback? Yeah, we spent about an hour and a half with, with Sean uh, this past weekend. And honestly, Dan, I think he's genuinely conflicted, or at least he was when we had the conversation before the game. Um, I think that he has so much respect, as he should, for Taysom Hill and what he has done for this team, what he sacrificed for the team, what he means to the team, that, um, that he wanted to be intentional about creating a level playing field for this competition. Um, and, and I think he, he tried as best he could to do that. Now we talked with Taysom as well, and Taysom understands that there is a value that he brings to this team, to this offense outside of the quarterback position that potentially could weigh against him, uh, in the evaluation. Uh, and I think that everybody understood that, but, but Sean was trying to create a, a level playing field. And I think that's why this took so long and, Taysom Hill in the past seven to 10 days in camp really has played well and has gotten the coach's attention. Um, so I think if you would ask Sean after the first two weeks of camp, I think in his mind, he would have been saying it was, it was Jameis. And then the third week of camp, uh, Taysom came on. Uh, and then what happened on Monday night, you know, Jameis could not have played better, not just with the way he threw the ball, but with the way he executed 
and ran the offense and made checks at the line of scrimmage. And so uh, I think that I think the decision has probably been made at this point after watching Monday night. Uh, and I would expect Sean to, to come forward with that. You trust Jameis Winston? I trust Jameis Winston under Sean Payton. I think that Sean Payton is one of the best quarterback coaches uh, in the league. Um, I think that Jameis, obviously, we know he has the, the physical talent. Uh, we know that, he's, uh, that he wants it. I think he's been humbled. Uh, and I think that he understands that it's not necessarily about him, but it's about this, this team and, and that he doesn't have to be Superman every time he walks out on the field, uh, but that he needs to execute. And I think he's learned from Drew Brees. I mean, there could not have been a better situation for Jameis to come into and watch for a year and to learn from Drew um, and, and to not lose Jameis's aggressiveness and ability to throw the ball down the field, which we saw Monday night but to incorporate more of the underneath checkdowns and understanding situational football, keeping the team moving, protect the ball. you got a good defense. Um, so I, I trust Jameis in that system. In Tampa, with Dirk Cutter and Bruce Arians and, and people that wanted to push the ball down the field and didn't get backs out, didn't allow him to check the ball down all the time. Listen, there were a lot of dirty hands in those 30 interceptions. It wasn't just Jameis. Um, so I expect to see a different quarterback this season for the Saints. Does Urban Meyer know what he's getting into? Urban Meyer's a smart, smart guy, smart coach, been around. He has not been around the NFL. I'll give you that. Uh, but I think he understands what he's getting into. Uh, I don't know that he understands the level of competition on a week-in and week-out basis and how hard that's going to be. Um, and I think that it's a one in 15 football team. I know Urban's never been a part of that. <laughs> um, so with a rookie quarterback and, and, a, and a franchise that's trying to redefine itself. And on top of all of that, they're trying to crash these two forms of offense together. Uh, one, an NFL offense with Daryl Bevel and what he's done throughout his career in Minnesota and Seattle. And then you're bringing in Urban's ideas of the spread offense from college that he uh, has some non-negotiables that they, they want to incorporate into the offense. So how they mesh those two things together in front of an offensive line that's, that's not very good, that's not a great recipe. And, and, and then how does Urban handle the losing on a week-in, a week-out basis? That's, there's a lot of question marks there. Well, in Trevor Lawrence, Trevor has lost – a total of four games in his high school and college career combined. He's going to lose that by, you know, the end of October, probably. Do you think that there's a chance Jacksonville would go with Gardner Minshew to start the season because that offensive line is not very good um, and almost let Trevor kind of ease into it, dip his toe into it, as opposed to going into the deep end of the pool? I do. Um, and I know that that probably – doesn't sound right. The number one overall draft pick, uh, not starting week one. But if you know Urban Meyer, he, the one thing, he doesn't care about what the fans think. He doesn't care about what the media thinks. Uh, he's going to make the decision that's best for Trevor Lawrence. Um, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think that this has been about competition. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback for the Jaguars. When that happens is the question. And I think you're exactly right. We talked about this Monday night. They don't have an offensive line to protect Trevor Lawrence as it stands right now. 
Um, so one of the things that Urban mentioned to us when we talked this past weekend is he talks to his old quarterback, Joe Burrow, from Ohio State. He was his quarterback. He called him right when they drafted Trevor Lawrence, and he said, listen, what can I do to protect this kid? You know, and we saw what happened with Joe in Cincinnati. Uh, he said, listen, you have to run the ball and get the ball out fast. Those are the two things that Joe said. And, and Urban says, I'm going to call Joe once a week every week to, to kind of learn from him. How is his experience as a rookie first overall pick? And, and what can we do to support that? So it's not in Urban's mind. He's trying to do the right thing by Trevor Lawrence. And, and I, I don't disagree with him. If he starts Gardner Minshew week one, uh, that's going to be about protection. Better arm, Elway or Mahomes? Wow. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I, I watched John Elway up close uh, my rookie season, and he did some things that I had never seen before. Um, Patrick is more creative and innovative uh, with the arm angles and off-platform throws and, and that. John, there were I've never seen anybody that when he got his feet set and he stepped into something, I have never seen anybody throw the harder, harder ball than him. Patrick, I think, can, can throw it further off-platform and not need his feet, but, but I still think that John Elway could – he had a howitzer, man. It was, it was unbelievable to watch. And Elway was probably 36, 37 at the time when you yes. joined the team. Yes. I mean, and I, I would watch film of him in his early years, and, and you're right. I mean, uh, the drive, you know, some of the throws that he, that he would make uh, in tight windows down the field, um, I, I just – I've never seen that before. Now, Josh Allen has a little bit more of that, I think. When he gets his feet set, uh, the down-the-field driving throws, um, that looks a little bit more like Elway. I liken Mahomes to Steph Curry. I think he is to quarterbacks what Steph Curry is to shooters. Now, that doesn't mean Mahomes will be the greatest quarterback of all time, but I think what we're seeing with him, you're probably going to have a lot of quarterbacks. Well, we've seen this already. They're emulating this, just like Steph Curry trying to emulate every, you know, your kids out there in you know fifth grade are trying to shoot like Steph Curry. Quarterbacks are going to be trying to throw like Patrick Mahomes. Do you... Do you agree with that parallel? Yeah. I, so it's funny, you know, my son's 12 and he's, you know, we're throwing the ball out there and I'm trying, you know, I have the prototypical motion. I'm trying to, you know, elbow up, you know, <laughs> see up here and all this. I'm trying to teach him the proper mechanics, just like my dad 30 years ago taught me, you know, and he's out here, arms like sideways and his feet aren't set. And he's running this way. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Does your son have a better right. arm You're than right. you? It's, um, look at Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson yeah. is doing some of that, that stuff. So listen, it, it, it takes an unbelievable athlete to do that. But I think kids will be experimenting more um, and offenses will be experimenting more. And so I think, you're going to see more and more of that style of play coming up from high school to college and then ultimately to the NFL. Your son have a better arm than you? Oh, <laughs> listen, I had a little bit better arm than my dad. You know, my dad had Zonka, Kick, Mercury Morris. You know, he, he didn't have to, you know, air the ball down the field. So I had a little bit better. And now, and now my son, yeah, he's, he's definitely going to have a better arm than me. My, my daughter has a better arm than me too. <laughs> when did you realize your dad was famous? Uh, gosh, I, I used to go to training camp, um, 
and I, you know, I'd go out there and, and, and you'd have Manny Fernandez, you know, and Larry Little and these guys that back then they were big, you know, Manny Fernandez is only like 260 pounds playing defensive tackle. That, that wouldn't fly anymore. But to me back then, uh, going to camp, uh, he let me sit in the, in the cold tub and the hot tub after practice with the guys and, and just listen to the banter and, and just the respect they had for my dad back then. That's probably the first memory that I had of, of my dad, you know, being the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins and sitting in a meeting room with Don Shula for, to, for the quarterbacks to watch film. I, I still remember those days. And so it was pretty early on that I knew that my dad was hot stuff. Gosh, you're in there with Don Shula and Shula, Shula could be tough. Like, you know, he was no nonsense. And I, I, I can't imagine your dad. He's probably saying, be quiet, just sit there. You know, don't say anything. You're probably squirming yes. around like little you know boys do. Yes, I'm. I'm in the back. Of, you know, back of the room, and I used to sit. You know, with the they had a legendary uh, equipment manager, Bobby LaMonica, uh, who was back. He always used to send me home with shoes and stuff for uh, for football practice and, and whatnot. But I sat in the back, and and I would just you know I couldn't say anything. Uh, but but just just listening to some of the stories they tell stories and. And how Shula – now, so it's interesting you bring this up because next year, Dan, 2022 is the 50th anniversary of the undefeated season. And, uh, unfortunately, we've lost Coach Shula and, um, you know, Jake Scott passed away recently and, and you know, Bonacani's gone and Langer. And there's a lot of, of, of those great players who are no longer with us. But um, but I'm, I'm fired up, excited about the 50th anniversary of that team and, and getting them back together and, and – some, hearing some of the old stories and hopefully we get a chance for, you know, the rest of the people that love football to, to hear some of the great stories of that season. I think it's a great opportunity to celebrate them. Do you uh, wear your Super Bowl ring? No, I do not. Um, you know, I, uh, I was a rookie, Dan, and um, I threw three passes that season. Uh, one was a completion for two yards. One was an incompletion and one was an interception. So uh, I, I don't, I don't wear that uh, <laughs> ring uh, very often. Is it there in the room? No, it's in my sock drawer. You know how that is. <laughs> now I'm going to have to move it because everybody knows. Oh, now is. they know. They, if you want to find greasy Super Bowl ring, it's in the sock drawer. Hey, great to talk to you. Uh, have fun with the season coming up there. It'll be uh, week one, Ravens and the Raiders in uh, Las Vegas. Thank you, Brian. Great to talk to you again. Yeah, Dan, good to catch up anytime. That's uh, Brian Greasy. He'll be on the call there with uh, Lewis Riddick, Steve Levy, Monday Night Football. Take a break, play of the day, phone calls, settle on a poll question. We'll check in with Kirk Herbstreet on the Football Alliance. Is this a good thing? That'll be coming up next hour. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Oh my God! The play, the play, the play of the day. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. 
check this out. Breaking ball is swung on, hit in the air to left field and deep. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Into the Yankee bullpen in left field. It is a two-run home run for LeMayu. David John makes long gone. He hits a two-run blast to left. And the Yankees take a 4-2 lead. That's courtesy of the Yankees Radio Network. Yankees have won 11 in a row for the first time since 1985. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. The 2021 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Todd has a limerick. What is the uh, topic of your limerick? The topic is conference realignment. Conference realignment. We'll do that at the top of next hour. We have Kirk Herbstreet on to talk about conference realignment. What's the uh, poll question, McLevin? Okay, I'll let uh, Paul share. Is the which philosophy do you subscribe to game? Mm. Hot new segment. Which okay. philosophy do you subscribe to? We don't. Uh, okay. We need the wording for it. I heard some guys talking on uh, the different shows, NFL and ESPN Mothership, about a philosophy when you have a subpar offensive line. So blank team has a subpar offensive line. Do you start the veteran quarterback that you're planning on replacing anyway because you really don't care if that person gets hurt, like Andy Dalton or Gardner Minshew for those teams? Or do you start the athletic rookie who could avoid the rush a little bit and make the most out of a spotty line situation like Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? You can only pick one philosophy. Pick your philosophy. Well, you know, when it comes to Gardner Minshew, I, I would start Gardner Minshew instead of Trevor Lawrence. Just because I got to look at this long term and I go back to what happened to Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was going to be a Hall of Famer and he's out of football and he's what 32 years of age. Uh, Joe Burrow was there. He had some great moments there, but he got roughed up. I know you can't put them. You, 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 you can't hermetically seal them. But but I, I got to risk the number of times when I, I think you could get really, really banged up. And if it's, you know, just a month, let me get that offensive line. Let, let me figure out what is our philosophy here. We just lost Travis Etienne. And that's your third down back. Um, and you probably could have drafted an offensive lineman with that pick. But I would, I would start Gardner Minshew instead of Trevor Lawrence to start out. The Jets have a pretty good offensive line. Um, the Bears have a decent offensive line. Uh the other rookie quarterbacks, Mac Jones, the Patriots got a really good offensive line. That's a good offensive line. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson has to start. They don't have a backup here. You know, Trey Lance is, you know, playing with a Super Bowl caliber roster there if he gets a chance to play. But with Trevor Lawrence, I would look at long term. Not just I got to start him because he's the number one overall pick. We want that excitement there. You're, you're not going to be a great team. You're not going to be a good team. You want to be a competitive team. But I want Trevor Lawrence playing at the end of the season for me. Because Joe Burrow started out really well. And he was taking some pops. He got hit. And then ended up with the knee surgery. Yeah, McLeod. You know, Minshew was 1-15 with this team last year, though. Like, I don't know if you win with him, though. Which uh, I'm not is, trying to win. But Urban Meyer will go crazy, though. I, I know, but he's going to go crazier if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. Yeah. And he's probably going to ask him to run because he wants to win so bad. This, it's not... A, it, they're trying to throw it all together, put it in a blender, and then pour it out and go, here we go. How's it taste? And you're going to go, huh. Uh, 
from what I saw against the Saints, I would not have Trevor Lawrence out there because he is going to want to make plays because he's made plays all of his career. He's the number one overall pick. He's going to be compared to the other rookie quarterbacks. You know, that's where it gets dangerous here. Got to know what you need to know when you need to know it. And we've seen quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, who are like like RG3. He'd be out there going, woo, and then all of a sudden he'd get popped. And you go, uh, you can't keep doing that. And he'd run around, woo, and then he'd get popped. And you go, you can't keep doing that. I just don't want my quarterback getting out there trying to do more than what he can do. Yeah, McLovin. Some quarterbacks can take hits, though. Like Lamar Jackson can slither away. Trevor Lawrence, you think he'd be – he feels more like Burrow, right? Well, he's, he's athletic and he's a big guy, but that means you're a bigger target. I mean, there's only one Lamar Jackson. That's it. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, there's not a Lamar Jackson type. There's just him. <laughs> yeah. And there was Michael Vick a decade before. Yeah, McLovin. At maybe Kyler Murray is also hard to hit, but he's yeah. the opposite of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk some college football. Kirk Curb Street on loan from the Mothership will join us. Settle on our poll question. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. By the way, the Mike Budenholzer got a new deal from the Bucks, And the Rams got a new running back. Talk about that. Close out the first hour. Going to go play golf today. And that means that uh, I load up with Level Select CBD, the uh, sports creams and roll-ons. Use it before the round, even during the round, or after the round. Uh, Ricky Fowler does it. Pro golfer, five-time tour champ. He uses Level Select CBD before and after every round. Uh, Carson Palmer, 15 years in the NFL, seven surgeries. He uses it every day. And really, he's in retirement, so he just wants to be able to keep up with his kids. Level Select products are formulated with doctors contain high concentration of CBD, you're going to feel an immediate difference. You don't have to be a pro athlete to enjoy the safe, fast-acting, effective relief of Level Select CBD. Whether it's a 10-minute walk or you're running a 10K, Level Select can help provide the relief you need. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN40. That gives you 40% off your entire order. 40%. LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 